When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, wrestling fans. I could not be more excited because I think this is probably the best regular season weekend of the wrestling season. Would you agree, Kozak? Of the whole season. The whole season. Yeah. Of the regular I mean, season. CKLV is going to be awesome. Iowa, Iowa State. So, that's weekend. right. Yeah. I was John Kozak, right, you hear talking. Uh... CP is ducking today. He is taking a flight to Vegas. But myself and Ben aren't cowards and uh, are here. CP actually might be at the doctor. Uh, I don't know if he wants me sharing this information, but we had a very important kickball game last night. And uh, <laughs> on his first run to first, he, he blew out a hammy. Did he really? He did. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other day in the office, he was complaining. I think he was scared he was having a heart attack because he was complaining about his arm hurting and his and his chest or something. So he's got some old manitis. He's getting old. <laughs> yeah. Old. We're just dunking um, on Christian the whole show. <laughs> I was going to say, J.D., uh, the other thing about uh, this weekend is, is the scuffle in Midlands, they kind of fall on strange days because the – the Midlands falls on a Thursday, Friday, and the Scuffle falls on a Sunday, Monday. So those technically aren't weekends. So then this weekend wins by a landslide. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like days <laughs> of the week don't really exist between Christmas and January, like, 3rd. Like, sure. it's sure. basically all just kind of a, a Saturday, Sunday. That's basically all, one long all weekend. All a Saturday, Sunday, he says. Basically. This is a spoiled kid who's never had to show up to work. Sounds like that's talking to me. <laughs> no, it's because it's because I don't. I work on the weekends. I don't take breaks. <laughs> Grind boy uh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> CP in the chat. I will see you in hell. <laughs> he said he was going to see me there too. Christian, oh, how's that hamstring? <laughs> I'm sure it's not great sitting on that flight to uh, Los so Angeles. Did he like act like he got shot? Because that's how something you know happens. He did. He did. He did the whole the whole hobble like he got shot like Forrest Gump. Right in the oh ass. my goodness! <laughs> oh, funny stuff. But uh, you let's get a video of that. I'm surprised you didn't have a video of your of your softball game. <laughs> there might be out there. Flow kickball. Should we start a vertical? I think we should. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should. You know right. what? Uh, it was uh, what you could have started a vertical on, and now I think it's maybe not as popular. Uh, spike ball. I feel like Spike Ball has taken a uh, like a, a decline, kind of. It, it was well, having a moment like five it's years ago. It's because yeah. pickleball is rising. True, pickleball well, is I on think the rise. This, yeah, I think with uh, with Spike Ball, there's only so many possibilities. 
So then after a while, it gets maybe a little bit boring, you know, because it's it's just the same sequences over and over and over again. Mm, is that true? Yes. I mean, it's but like you could say that about like volleyball, I don't know, like example, volleyball. Very similar. I find it to be boring after a while. <laughs> you find every sure. sport to be boring. That's not a combat sport, though. Well, no, like uh, ba- uh, baseball, basketball, baseball, football, Baseball. Infinite amount of possibilities. The ball can go anywhere on the field. Yeah, but come on, that's a boring sport. Uh, it is boring, but the, the, <laughs> the possibilities are endless. MMA possibilities are endless. I said you like combat sports. <laughs> okay, pick uh, pickleball is kind of, and eh, also I bet it goes away after a few years. Yeah, well, it's a like it's a it. recreational sport. Nobody is no. tuning in to watch pickleball. It's just something fun and a fun activity. Uh, but enough about these fun activities because there is real, very good wrestling this weekend. Uh, let's start with CKLV. Let's start with there. Start at the top, 125 pounds. Wait, wait, wait. How is Piles making his picks? He, uh, I had him text me. Okay, we need to read them out loud. So, uh, Although he still, ha- I don't know if he's going to send in CKLV ones because he will be commentating the finals what? for that. So he's not even a pick? I I I don't think so. So he's not gonna pick on events at which he commentates. That might be the case. Look, he's listening, he so if, if he wants to uh still send him in, he can he can feel free. I'll have my text okay. messages up, but as of right now he has he <laughs> has you, not what sent not, him. and what number would someone text you at, J D if they wanted to text you? <laughs> uh let me I don't actually I don't know the voicemail number. Off the top of my head, I will not be releasing my own personal phone number. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's on the screen. 515-509-5071. That's our work phone. That's that's the work phone. That one I don't keep on me, or I do, but not right now. Uh, so if anybody texts that number, I'm, I'm <laughs> so not funny. picking it up <laughs> right now. All right, 125 pounds, CKLV. Uh, maybe not the best weight here. Um, Diagostino, your number one seed. Matt Ramos, your number two. Brandon Kaler, number three. Malik Heinzman, number four. Ventresca, five. Ferry, six. Caleb Smith, seven. Mm-hmm. But also in there, that's not seated, Richie Figgs. That's right. Oh, that's interesting. Why is he not seated? Because he's had a good win. He beat uh, Noah Certain, and he beat someone else decently good that he beat. Yeah, I think Richie Figs is very much the real deal. Um, if I had to pick, I'm I'm probably putting him at Why is he fourth. not seated, guys? Um, I think they just went off of rankings. Uh for the seeds. So they just went off of like And which would mean Brandon Courtney is in at the rankings, mm-hmm. not Figueroa. Yeah. Yeah, he's got because he has right now uh Richie Figs has wins over Noah Certain, uh Dylan Shaver, that's a good win. Mm-hmm. Ryan Miller, and I don't I don't know the other two, Jacob Van D and, and Yeah. Yeah, and that's a that's a thing if you're if you're Richie Figs, you're trying to you're trying to earn your starting spot while Courtney's out. Like if you win if you win CKLV, then it's like a conversation, right? Yes. I mean, and I think the right seed for him is probably five through seven, maybe somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. looking at team race, Arizona State has a, has a shot. Um, so I, uh, the full article is on the website. Uh, you can go read it if you want. But I kind of broke down the team race. And based on pre-seeds, Ohio State is number one. Michigan is number two. Arizona State is three. But obviously, based off the pre-seeds, that gives Richie Figueroa zero points. You give them, you know, 12.5 points, that, that's huge. They're seven points behind Michigan right now um, in the, mm-hmm. quote, theoretical, unquote, team points. Unquote. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, to do what's fair, they really should move uh, Richie Figs in the ranks. Because the other thing you have is you have, you know, Molly Kinsman could draw Richie Figs first round. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that would be that make, That makes him a complete wild card. Yeah. Let's see this Tucker Owens character from Air Force. Who is he beat? Tucker Owens, yeah, he just had a good win. Um, he's tough. He's your ba- he's your uh, kind of stereotypical military academy guy. Um, he's going to wrestle hard, wrestle tough, nothing too flashy. Yeah, just beat Noto. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, but he's got he lost Caleb Smith, Nico Provo. Mm-hmm. He's hitting losses all one of those just too bad a loss. I tagged him as a as a sleeper or a landmine uh, in the preview article I wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Figs is the ultimate landmine if they don't put him in the seed somewhere. Where do you think he? Where do you think he ends up? You think? I think Richard Figueroa is the real deal. I mean, I I think they should put him somewhere five, six, seven, somewhere in there. Like, um, I I could even I could see him beating Diagostino or Ramos, um, but I don't think I would seed him. And obviously, Kaler was All American last year, so you don't seed him above Kaler. Um, yeah, somewhere five, six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah, this is a fun way, not in that there's like the highest of high level guys here, but you look at it and you're like, who's gonna who's gonna come out on top? And if there is Figueroa in there, how does he fare amongst Diagostino and Kaler who have all American in the past? I in my proven predictions article, I did the lightweights, um and I, I picked Figueroa to take third. Who did you who nice. was your prediction to win? Diagostino. Okay. Diagostino over Kaler, Figueroa third, Ramos four. Really, I think Ramos, I'm gonna pick Ramos, Ramos for. He's looked really good at 125. The move down seems to be a smart yes. one. Yes. Undefeated yes, on the year, right? Nine and zero. Yeah, he was significantly undersized at uh, 133. So I, yeah, I think it's a great move down to 125. And uh, I don't remember now. I'm blanking on which freestyle, but I know he looked good in some freestyle tournaments last spring, summer, also. Why was he wrestling at 133 last year with Schroeder? Still there, one twenty five mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was probably one of those things too, where um, he he transferred in from Minnesota, and they said something like, "Hey, this is our guy." And I love it when coaches do this. Hey, this is our guy. He's been here for four years. We're not going to make a move. We'd love to have you, but you're going to wrestle one thirty three. I'm guessing something like that happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and he had. I mean, he had a great NCAA tournament. Um, pinned Lucas Bird. Is that like? Yeah. Early round, first round, second round, and then made around a twelve. So yeah, that was one of the, like the first big upsets of the tournament. I remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. One twenty five was insane at NCAAs last year, though. I remember there was like four upsets or something crazy. Well, the, well, the classic Pat McKee, the Pat classic. <laughs> That's, do you even call that an upset anymore, though? Or is right. That an expectation. Kozak, who, who do you think? Who do you like at one twenty five? Who do I like? Um, well. You know, 
I went out to Oregon State over the summer, and I spent some time with Brandon Kaler, so it's hard for me to not, you know, have that sentimental, uh, you know, value in there uh, with him. So I'd like to see him do well. Um, but I think I think D'Agostino is the guy, the guy to beat here. Yeah, uh, he, he's definitely the number one seed. He, he's definitely earned, um, and he's he's looked really solid. So that's why he's my well, pick to win. Keith's out of control in the chat. He's putting his phone number in there. Yo, Keith doesn't give a social, Keith. social security number. <laughs> Keith, you have a family, man. Uh, Did he really put his phone a... number in the chat? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Keith, it doesn't matter who you are. If you just want to talk wrestling, Keith will talk wrestling with you. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. All right, final pick. my final pick, you can put this in the doc, is Matt Ramos. Matt Ramos. All right. Yes. Uh, let's move on. 133 pounds. This might mm-hmm. be, I don't, I don't know if I want to call it the weight of the tournament because there is such a strong favorite at the top in veto, but you listen to who all is, uh, just off of ranking number three, five, six, seven, nine, 12, that that's a freaking loaded weight. One, two, three, four, five, five, five of the top, five of the top ten in there. Yep. And uh, well, I don't think we're gonna see Mendez wrestle actually. What? So take him out. Why? Yeah, I'm not positive. Uh, just heard well, yesterday well, you know. from some Ohio State people that uh, him and Patty Gallagher might not be wrestling. So, yeah, are they gonna throw uh, Buzakis in there then? Uh, no, I don't think I don't think so. Because why wouldn't you? Because he's already he's already wrestled one thirty three. He wrestled the Michigan State Open. You can only take those guys to five attached competitions. Who else is, is there? One of Koontz in there? <laughs> Probably. I don't know, and I don't know because these Mendez and Gallagher were entered in the precedes, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, a why would do that if they're not wrestling or be if you even like can switch yeah, new. flip-flop i don't know um i don't know all the rules on that i mean i hope um i was just led astray and that these two guys do wrestle yeah. because i think we i <laughs> i just love watching jesse mendez wrestle period mm-hmm. and i mentioned it I, I think it was off air the other day to cp in the office but and maybe this is wrong of me and maybe it's another thing where I'm just buying too much into the hype, but I feel like I don't know why. Just that, like I'm like Jesse Mendez. I feel like could end up higher on this podium than Latona, who just beat him. Like, uh, like I feel like Mendez. Uh, yeah, if somebody's gonna beat Vito. I feel like it's going to be Jesse Mendez, not Sam Latona. Yeah, I think the way you said it in the office the other day was you felt like Mendez could win this tournament, but you didn't feel like the same about Latona, right? Yes, yeah. but you also feel uh-huh. more confident about Latona taking like maybe top four. <laughs> yeah, like also not dropping, uh, you know, to to a uh, Sean Carter or Cody Fippen or Kyrene, which could happen with Jesse. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, with a, these young guys, you just learn. I feel like so much in a tournament like this. Like this is 
their first well, real big college open tournament. Like this is almost a mini preview of the conference tournament or NCAAs. You said open, not no invite. Sorry, invitational. right? There's no roofers, no roofers. Someone's asking YouTube. No, only college kids, um, and only starters, not uh, even backups. And no backups, yes. Uh, hey, to your point, JD here. Um, I don't know. Latona obviously looked good against Mendez. And like I said, he kind of, I feel like he drew a really good game plan of like how to wrestle him. So it'd be interesting when I look at the people above, you know, like could a Cannon or a Ragusin employ the exact same game plan? I think the answer to that's yes, that they, they could, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Latona, I see what you're saying about his. Uh, maybe being more predictable because we've seen him so many more times. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that because um, he was—he did not have a good start to last season. He took yeah. he took his fair share lumps. And so this year, I you know I could see for Latona beating Cannon and Ragason, maybe uh, um, McGee and Vito. I'm I don't know, maybe it's a little bit of a stretch, but I would feel the same way about Mendez at this point. After losing Latona, I feel like him beating those guys is a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard not to ha- be like uh, to see a guy do really well because we were just at Keystone, whatever, a week and a half ago, and Latona yeah. was there and he looked awesome at Keystone. Yeah. And even man, even seeing him in person, he's big for thirty three. Like he's like the second tallest guy on their team. Um, yeah. And so like I feel I feel like after seeing him, I was like, man, maybe Latona could could win this weight, but um, just knowing his track record and. I I don't know. I, you don't have a ton of confidence in him. Do we feel like? How do we feel like McGee and Ragason match up against uh, Vito? Vito looked great against uh, Lamont. Lamont hasn't been great this year. He's lost a whole bunch. So I mean, maybe that's not a great data point. But uh, you know, we know what Vito is. He he was kind of cutting too much weight last year. I think Vito is gonna. I feel he's kind of gonna run away with this one. Uh, I do too. The, Final won't be competitive. No, I don't think so either. I think the weight was a huge thing for Vito. We're going to see less variance in his performance yeah. this year, and it's pretty much just going to be going to be good Vito. Now, what we will learn, I feel like, um, or maybe not learn, but kind of it will, because I think he will kind of run through this bracket, it will up the can he go with RBY and Dayton talks. Is he up in that tier? Because kind of preseason, it kind of feels like it's RBY and Dayton, and then maybe Vito Tier Island. A lot of people not ready to put him up on that tier yet. But if if he can go through, smash McGee, smash Ragason, smash whoever else, you know, bonus point or really dominate, like that that discussion will be a very real thing afterwards. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, I already think he can go with them. I would not put him as a favorite. I think they're they they being RBY and Dayton are both the favorite over Latona. I'm sorry, Latona. Oh my gosh, Vito. <laughs> but isn't it? It's too tall, linky guys. Well, you're looking at a name sometimes, and then you see the name, and you're supposed to say someone else, and then you say the name that you're looking at. I just call, I called CP Joey or Johnny or something yesterday. Um, so I think Vito's in that in that category for sure. I think those three are kind of uh, on an island above the rest of the field at one thirty three. I think he's going to win this tournament running away. Yeah, I do too. Kozak, you oh, agree? Yeah. Give me Vito all day, every day. What's up, Vito? All right, one hundred and forty one pounds. This weight, it's it's similar to one forty one, kind of on across the entire country. It's not just this tournament, but 
it's up for grabs, mm-hmm. really. Um, it, I mean, yes. Cole Madden is the number one seed. Clay Carlson is number two. That's wild. Does that feel weird to you when you see Cole Madden at number one? Yes. <laughs> okay. He's but but he, he is having a good year. I, he's solid. But, I mean, he's number nine in the rankings. So this way, as a whole, I don't know if I want to call it down this year, but there was such a mass, um, you know, so many top guys left mm-hmm. last year with Lee, Ironman, Chad Red, Sebastian Rivera, um, mm-hmm. like Keyshawn okay, Clark. So this, this weight is deep, though, because there, there are seven guys between um, uh, 10 and 20 ranked in this weight class. Um, and so I think this would be interesting because we'll see where people stand. I think a guy like number seven ranked, number seven seeded Vince Cornella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's my pick um, to win. I okay, I think it's gonna be interesting to see where he lands. Uh, number eleven, Kale Happel. He's had a big win over Clay Carlson, who's actually the number two seed. So that's kind of interesting to me that there's such a difference there in the seeding. So I think it'd be interesting to see how those two do. Um, Tom Crook, I was, uh, I was very, uh, I enjoyed watching him versus Buzakis. He did some really good things. Um, be interesting to see where he ends up as well. So a bunch of young guys in here that I'm, I'm interested to see. Yeah, th- this way is really weird, and it's kind of been a challenge to rank because JD mentioned yes. the top guys that have left, and then other top guys have lost to start the year, like Carlson, yes. like Alan Hart, like Parker Phileas. So then you have a guy like Ryan Jack, who kind of moved up because the guys in front of him lost. He's sitting at number six. Does he have the wins that really like deserved for him to be there? Maybe not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Vince Why Cornella. Why is Ryan Jack seated lower than everyone he's ranked above? Um, because <laughs> on the last on one twenty five, you guys yeah. told me that you thought well, they went just by the rankings, because and that's why Figueroa no. was in there. So they went by they went by Intermats rankings. So that was the first that was the first problem. Um, but no, <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's all good. And this is a weight that's really, I mean, like I said, it's hard to hard to rank. Um, but no, that's the reason. That's the reason why. But I like Tom Crook a lot. Um, I yes, think I, I think he's my pick to uh, to win this this weight. Dang! I so okay. I, I'm over on WrestleStat. And I didn't figure out why they got him so high. Um, they got WrestleStat usually nails it. But they have Brock Hardy as number four, one forty one, despite having losses to Dylan Dragonmuller, who they have at twenty, and Ryan Jack, who they have at uh, fourteen. But he has wins over Vasquez, Cam Ferranti, who's tough, Darren Miller, who's all right, and Dylan Chapel, who's all right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why WrestleStat has Brock Hardy at four. That seems pretty weird. Mormon advantage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something strange out. Strange with their algorithm going on right now. Because um, Ryan Jack's five and zero. He's got the win over Brock Hardy, and he hasn't really beat anyone else of note. But you would think. Given the fact that he was round of sixteen last year, five and zero to start the year with one one good win, he would, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he'd be above a Carlson who's got a bad loss already. Carlson, two bad losses, two not great losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which he's returning champ. Yeah, the way maybe they'll move these around a little bit. Beatleers. Uh this is another way that will be very important for the team race. When you've got so much variance like this, um, yes. and a, a, a number one seed like Cole Matten in Michigan, who's going to be in contention, who could fall, you who can knows see him how fall low? A long ways. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
and you've got Ohio State with the sixth seed in D'Amelio, who I think we all agree, if he's healthy, uh, will be a title contender. Um, if not, maybe the favorite. Uh, he Preseason, I, I was really high on D'Amelio. Uh, this is going to be the first time we've seen him in, what, a year? No, year, wow, since week one. <laughs> um, since week one. When he, when he got hurt, and it seemed like that injury was pretty serious, so who knows exactly where he's at. And then Jesse Vasquez all the way down at number nine for Arizona State, who's going to be in contention as well. He's another guy who who could potentially, you know, come up in that top top four range. I think uh, on the high. I end. feel like that man. I feel like these seeds are all jacked up, JD. I've been lo- I've been looking through the wrestle stats because I feel like I'm, I must have missed something. Like Cole Matten that high i mean i'm looking like who are his wins he has he's an injury default win which you don't so really he count beat, over he beat phileas and um uh last, Tal-Jahar year. last year but he he had a bunch of losses last year he lost four of his last five i mean they were all all the good people mm-hmm. um but you know yeah i don't know you look at that and you're like uh maybe not he has losses to matt santos and nico boulevard also last year mm-hmm. uh i mean the his he had two good wins uh Parker Phileas and Frankie Talshahar um, were his two good wins last year. And then this year, Moshe Schwartz and Dylan D'Amelio are his two good wins. Yeah, both at, that was both at MSU Open, right? Yeah. I feel like Ryan Jack should be the, since he has no losses this year, should probably be the number one. Given how well he finished last year and the fact that he's still undefeated this year. Flipped these rankings around quite a bit. Yeah, you could. You know who kind of got boned by these seeds was Kale Happel. <laughs> no who... one uses that word anymore. That's a good word. <laughs> boned. <laughs> uh, who got Ken boned? Uh, oh man, was yeah Happel. He who did. Just beat I think he should be Carson. higher for sure at eleven for sure higher. Yeah, Jeff Baxter was in the chat mentioning it. Yeah, but he's just a Lisbon homer, so yeah. Yeah, this way it's wide open though. It's like it, you wouldn't feel confident about picking anybody. You said Crook. Yeah. Who you, said Crook. Who are you going with, Ben? Who am I? Who am I going to? Um, who am I going to go with? I'm going to go Ryan Jack. Yes, that's 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 a good pick Let's too. See. So he, he'd have. I mean, he's got. Yeah, he'd have uh, Cleveland Belton in the quarters, and then he'd have Matten in the semis. Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. Ryan Jack. Well, he's gonna have Phileas in the uh, what round of sixteen? Oh no, not Phileas. Cat Matt Casimir. Casimir. Oh, okay. That's still tough. Yeah. All right, one forty nine. This is another one uh, with a lot of the top guys in it because you've got Sasso, Milner, Parco. Thomas uh, at the top. And then uh, some young guys uh, that we're going to find out a lot about that mm-hmm. I think is kind of interesting. Chance Lamer from Michigan out of the sixth seed okay. and Jackson Arrington, um, the seventh seed. Can Sasso uh, uh, get back to kind of, you know, his winning ways? I say yes. Yeah, well, I say yes because I, th- like I think a big part of it is weight cut issues so he'll weigh um, in in the morning and then not wrestle till the afternoon in the finals yep and he will obviously have to weigh in again in division uh division two day two he'll have to weigh in and um, but, but semis are um 
They'll be right away in the morning. I think it's still two hours. Right away? I, I, ble- I think they do a consolation round first. Do they? I don't think so. I, I think it's semis right so. away. Okay. Might be right away. So then, yeah, I mean, he'd be up pretty quick. So that would be his tough match. And that's either Yaya or Colin. Yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm hoping for Colin. For Team um, Italy. Mr. Real Budo. Going to take out Yaya, hopefully. Um, yeah, I think there's a decent chance Sasso returns back to form. I'm also interested to see Jackson Aronson. He's had a pretty good start to the year. Uh, freshman from NC State. He'll have Milner in the quarters if he makes it that far. Um, Classic ACC showdown. Yeah. So sad. I'm going to look at Aronson's wrestling state real quick. What would you say? It's a classic ACC showdown. Oh, classic ACC. Okay. Uh, so Arrington's lost to Parco. Oh, he already lost to Milner 6-0, so that's not as exciting anymore. Mm-hmm. Jeez Louise. That was, you know, literally first match of his college career, though. Yes. Yeah. So not that he's going to get a whole lot better uh, in a month's time, but, you know, first match, there can be little jitters or something. Milner... Jackson is a high um high attack rate shooter. He's kind of a gunslinger. Yeah. Um or at least he was in high school. I I've only watched a couple of his matches. I guess he's only had like eight in college, but yeah. um and he, he he has slowed it down just a little bit and that's just gonna come with wrestling a higher level when you're not wrestling high school guys where there's far less risk in shooting. So I think he's actually done a good job of Slowing it down a little bit um, mm-hmm. and being a little bit more selective with his attacks. Uh, but Milner is just so tough to uh, to score on. And he's yeah, so good yeah. at slowing guys down. Yeah. All right, who's your pick on this one, uh, Mr. JD? I'm going Sasso. That's the safe pick, huh? That, that's, yeah. that's the safe pick. Um, and getting the number one seed, I think, mm-hmm. is super beneficial if he was you know two or three and had to go through parko and then milner or yaya yeah um maybe maybe then i would go somebody else uh but the fact that he did get the number one seed and will likely have yaya a guy who he is undefeated against uh, i'm pretty sure he's three and oh three and oh against him i want to say maybe, maybe a couple mm-hmm. more maybe only two and oh uh He's beaten in the past. Uh, that that makes me feel better about picking Sasso. Although, if Sasso does lose here, uh, I think the talks really start of you know, is Move he? Up. Yeah, <laughs> is he okay? Because um, mm-hmm. I don't think we would have ever seen him start with three losses first half of the season like this. You know. Uh, I mean, we're, yeah, we're not even we're, we're not even halfway through either. Um, I mean, we did see him get pinned by uh, Virginia Tech. More Brentmore. Yeah, but and then he lost to Yanni that year. Um, at CKB, but yeah, so Yanni last lost. year was his most losses ever. He had four losses in the season. As in the season, <laughs> two of those were at NCAs. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go John Milner. Let's let's see what he can do. John John. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go Milner too. I, Woo! Yeah, he's man. Again, roll nears, baby. He looks so good at Keystone. He's so long and like gangly, and he uses his his length so well in his defense, and even on top. Um, and I think I picked Sasso in my preview, so if I pick Milner here, 
Oh, you cheater. You coward. (laughs) Coward. Coward. Yeah, that's my strategy. You can't cast a wide net like that. You also just outed yourself. Yep. Seriously. All right, 157. Anything else out of 149? No, very sneaky strategy of picking different people so you can have twice the chances of being right. Mm-hmm. In my book, you're now you're just not right. And a coward. <laughs> you're at least half wrong. You can't even be full right. That's right. 157, fun weight. Will Luan, Peyton Robb, Bryson Donian, Ed Scott, Kendall Coleman, Trevor Chumbly, Derek Holschlag, Peyton Keller are your pre-seeds. Patty Gallagher is also in there at number seven, but like I said, Please. sounds like he's not wrestling. No. I think he's out, unfortunately. Um, man, Will Luan looked good. Not not exciting, but good <laughs> at the All-Star Classic. Um, I would love to pick my guy Bryce Antonio, but he showed no ability to um, no ability to get through Will Luan's defense. So I think Antonio beats Rob. In the semis, and then Luan beats Indonian in the final. Uh, once again, I'm going Rob. Uh, Rob's looked really good yes, so far have. this year. I think he's a he's a definite title threat. Indonian bombs him. Contender, that could happen. Indonian didn't look right at the at the All Star. So no, that I called it that morning. Don't you remember this? I said. Will Luan, he is locked down, shut down, throw away the key defense. He had so many three to two and three to one matches the previous year. It was insane. This is true. And Peyton Rob is 0 and 2 against Will Luan uh, with a sudden victory, <laughs> three to one loss. And a this one was high scoring, four to three <laughs> loss. <laughs> but literally, um, literally. And Donian, remember, we couldn't in three years of wrestling, we couldn't find one low scoring Adonian match. And but uh Luan had all these three ones, three twos, and I I said Luan's gonna show. Luan loves scoring three points. He three loves points. getting one takedown and one escape. Why would you need more than three points? He actually is I don't know if you guys remember, remember Greg Warren, the comedian? Yes. Um he was on the show once. My, yes, he's or great. Twice. Him and my buddy Marcus did the Stallings brothers. Mm-hmm. Do you remember these bits they did? Yes. And they were like, why score more points than you have to? That's Will Wan is like, they should really. He attended Stall him. Camp. He attended Stall he Camp did. as a child. <laughs> why you score more than three points when you don't need to? That's all he needs to score to beat the best guys in the country. Just mm-hmm. score three points and shut them down. Let's see how many times he scored. It's pretty amazing. A lot. It three was a lot. We looked, at, we looked right, at it so last year. In 21 matches last year, he scored three points. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten, so eleven, crazy. twelve, thirteen. Thirteen times he what scored. Any, the, he scored three points in either a win or loss. Is, guys, do you guys it, realize how insane that is? In, in freaking was thirteen out of twenty-one. That would be sh- my math. Uh, greater. That's like sixty percent. Sixty percent of his matches, yeah, he scored the same amount of points, win or lose. There was, the I think, two, two or three times in there he lost that he scored three points. <laughs> that is freaking so wild! <laughs> oh my god, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Kozak is blown away. I, he can't even believe it. I, I need, I need prop bets on how many uh, will, will, will Luan score three points in this match? 
62 62 percent uh, is the exact percentage of times he scored three points. Yeah. So, <coughs> shoot, maybe maybe Will Luan will win this uh, win this weight with a total of eighteen points. But let's see. I don't know. I'm roll, uh, I'm rolling with. Let's see who they have. Yeah, if they're if they're not tough, maybe he gets two takedowns. Yeah, he'll, he'll occasionally takedowns score six when points. You only need one. He'll occasionally score <laughs> five or six points. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. rarely more than that, though. No, it w- it was actually impressive. Um, impressive and infuriating because I know I know how I would have felt if I was Bryce Antonian, who couldn't get anything going because he was really making a strong effort, but Luan's position was just so good that he couldn't get to nothing. In those 21 matches, he only <laughs> scored more than five points five times. He's more likely to score three points by a wide margin than he is more likely to score five points. Oh, it's so good. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll have uh, right, Ed Scott in the semi and then probably winner of Peyton Rob, Bryson Donian in the finals. I don't think we see... Any four, th- any four of those guys getting upset in this bracket, um, assuming Bryce Andonian, you know, is healthy. He sat out the first couple weeks um, with an injury, but if, if he's wrestling here, I, I think he'll be at least good enough to where he'll wrestle up to his level of competition um, and make the semis. But I've got Peyton Rob. I- I'm sticking with my pick, Peyton Rob, coming out of it. All right. Will on all day. Yeah, you're a Michigan man. 100. Three points, baby. Who are you going, Ben? Oh, I went, I went Will on with three points. Will on. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> Actually, now I'm kind of excited to watch Will on just and just like rooting for three points. <laughs> three points, three points, three points. <laughs> all right, 165. We've got Carson Karchler, Julian Ramirez, Josh Ogunsanya, Tony Negron, um, and then a bunch of guys. <laughs> Can is this going to be a Karchler Ramirez final? Uh, yeah, I think this is Karchler, and I, I mean, I, I think Ramirez wrestled him tough one time last year, but um, I think Karchler wins like yeah. a controlled. Now this is again. It's going to be controlled, but it's going to be low scoring, like a 4-2, 5-2, something in there. 3-1 type of thing. I think Carson beat him twice last year at CKLV. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I think you're right. Yes, yes, yes. Because wasn't, um, was this where Shane Griffith and Evan Wick Evan. wrestled? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I feel pretty good about Carson here. Uh, I'm going, uh, let's see. So he beat Julian Ramirez 4-3 at the end. Bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, three times he, last year, I think he blew him out first, and then it was that was close in the second match. But yeah, I'm yep. interested to see uh, Tony Negron, and then also uh, our boy Tanner Cook, one of the most. Hey, exciting. did you guys see how bad uh, Keegan put it on Tony Negron? I actually thought yeah. it was going to be a little more competitive, but because uh, I looked at Negron's wrestle stat and he hasn't really got blown out, Keegan beat him seventeen to one. And I only saw the highlights because the stupid feed wasn't working. Mm. I know, yeah. right? What the heck? Yeah, t- Tanner Tanner Cook is like the anti uh, Willowan. Anti Willowan, yes. Last year, I think he had like 
I think he had like 17 pins. Um, Something and I crazy. Think, and I think he got pinned like seven times too. So he's yes. just going to be pinned. Yeah, he's awesome to watch. <laughs> yeah, I think this is Karchla's way to lose. But I'm not picking him to lose. All right, Tanner Cook wrestles that. Let's see. How many times he got he a pin last year? One Didn't pin, he start two, off eight, super eight, eight, super hot with like six pins or something like that? Like three, four, in a row? five, six, seven, like eight, nine. Seven, yeah, eight. he had five in a row at this one time. Yeah, five in a row. <laughs> Ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. He had fifteen pins last year. I mean, pretty visual and wrestling match really good. He only got pinned once. He only got pinned twice. Oh, Not okay. terrible. Yeah. Not bad at all. Not that's impressive. I mean, it's almost impressive as White Hendrickson. <laughs> all right, I'm hearing Karchlot. We can do next plate if you guys want. Let's get to it. One seventy four. Good. Makai Lewis, Mikey Labs, Demetrius Romero, and Ethan Smith. Oh my Is there any chance? He's already got five pins this year, baby. One, <laughs> two, three. five pins in seven matches. Is that all Division One wrestlers? Uh, I hope none of them are. <laughs> Stanford, App State, Edinburgh, Nebraska, Bucknell. Yes, all Division okay. One. Boom. Hendrickson for Hodge. Absolutely. Hodgson. So last year, one, two, three. So you guys keep talking. I'll count my head. What I'm curious to see at this weight, um, because I, I just maybe maybe it happens. I'll be very excited to see the final, but I just don't see Makai losing. Is what are we going to get from Demetrius, mm-hmm. Grandpa Romero? Yeah, Grandpa Meech. Seriously. Yeah, this I'm is saying, I'm year, saying right? he's too too old. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna do nothing. This man this man spent. Two years at Boise State. Not one. Two years so at Boise State. He's in his eighth year of college. I think it's What a legend. I, you don't get better after eight years of college. I'm sorry. Hey, White Hendricks <laughs> had 17 pins, and he was the Shallus Award winner last year. Just FYI. All right. Okay. No, uh, not the Askren think, Award winner. The Shallus Award winner. I think it's Mackay. For the best pinner. Yeah, it, it, it's Mackay. Um, but are you giving uh, Demetrius a shot to uh, no. make the finals? I bet he gets upset early. Really? Yeah. So let's see. see. I could, I could see him. Uh, yeah, Canigliero's tough. Hastings tough. tough yeah. Guys, it's his eighth year of college. He's tired. Probably got like three kids already or something. Like, it's not. He's not all in anymore. He's just doing this. He's doing his last hurrah. Hey, I, I respect it. Stay in college as long as you can. I have no idea either. That's just that's just me surmising what I think is going to happen. Also, I don't know Demetrius Romero at all. <laughs> yeah, Makai and uh, Demetrius Romero wrestled all the way back in the fall of 2017, so they could wrestle another another five oh years later. God. I wish um, Ethan Smith and Mikey Labriola. We're gonna be mm-hmm. on the same side. That's a match I'd really like to see. They split yeah, last year, unfortunately. Unless they both lose on the front side, we probably won't see it. And I think those guys are really, um, really sound wrestlers. Except uh, Smith did 
took a weird loss this year to Lennox uh, Wolak. Wolak. That was so Wolak. weird. And very uncharacteristic. Yeah, very uncharacteristic of him. So I'm I'm chalking that one up as a fluke, and you know I, I think both those guys come unscathed to this to the uh, to the semifinals. Labriola will make it, um, mm-hmm. but then Mackay takes out Ethan Smith and Mikey Labriola. Yeah, Labriola and Mackay have never wrestled in college. You give what 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 chance do you give Labriola against Mackay? Um. It'll be competitive, but I, I don't think he's going to beat him. I mean, you, how is he going to take him down is the thing, because Makai is so difficult to take down. Uh, does he ride him out like Staraki did, or what? Yeah, you know, how, how do you see how do you see him winning? Where is past the victory? I mean... Single leg. Are you going to take Makai down? <laughs> no. Not a no, lot of I people think... do. It's pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Makai defensively is too strong, and then I think I don't think Labriola has the same top skills that uh, Starachi has. Yeah, agreed. So I'll go on Makai. Everyone's um, on Makai. It would be very surprising to see another result. One eighty four might be the weight of the tournament. This is the way of the tournament. This yep. is, and then heavyweight's number two. One thirty-three is number three. We've got seven of the top ten in the weight here. Oh, number yeah. two, three, four, six, seven, eight, and ten. Parker Keckeisen, Trent Heidley, Caleb Romero, Trey Munoz, Jonathan Lowe, Hunter Bolin, Matthew Feinsilver. Woo! This is a loaded weight. Mm-hmm. Um, these semis, th- these are going to be the two semis to watch. It'll be Parker Keckeisen versus Trey Munoz, Trent Heidley versus Caleb Romero if things go chalk. Um, and then... I can see a few upsets in here, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Bolin. Uh, uh, Bolin, obviously, was close to Romero, but not that like... But I think Lowe Munoz is interesting. Well, did they wrestle last year or no? Yeah, Munoz beat him at NCAAs. Okay. On the front side, I think. Because that's an interesting match to me. Um yeah, I think Parker is yeah, obviously a huge favor over Montalvo. Um, Fine Silver probably he can keep it close against Hydley, but probably can't beat him. I wouldn't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bolin Romero, that could be that could be upset watch potentially. Um, but I I have a hard time seeing. I think Romero or Munoz could get upset. You know. Maybe low, but Trent, I really think that's yeah. going to be the final. Um, and then, who knows? Parker Parker beat him last year. Yeah. So, uh, I'm trying to remember the second. So, he beat him at NCAAs last year. Uh, did he beat him at NCAAs the year before? Cause, uh, I think Parker and uh, Trent. Yeah, because Pryor said 2-0 and against Trent. And I was trying I to remember one second. That's what I think, too. I think yeah, wasn't it like an was an overtime match last year? Yeah, you know, like was, the Conti yeah, semis. It was overtime NCAAs last year, yes. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I don't know what Christian. Uh, Christian definitely said two and zero yesterday, and I didn't want to like act ignorant and say like when was that second one, uh, but I don't know when the second one was. Yeah, Hidley Romero's interesting. I know they wrestled. I'm looking at the wrestle stat. They wrestled at NCAAs. Hidley won three to two, but I don't remember. I don't remember the match at all. Um, I that, that would have been for fifth place, right? Because it was the last match. Yeah, I'd like to. 
I'd like to go back and see that. I don't know if it exists anywhere. Um, yeah, you know that is uh, that's one of my pet peeves, Mister Kozak. I know. The the two biggest tournaments in wrestling, um, no one puts matches up for. So the the Olympic team trials and the NCA is like you can't just go watch matches. It's so you can annoying. Watch highlights on www.fluorescent.org from NCAs. I want matches, bro. Yeah, we do have highlights of that match. Looks like Heidley got an early takedown, and then they just traded escapes the rest of the match. It was too tough defensively. Mm-hmm. That's probably how it goes this time. Yes. Yeah. Ben's obviously going to pick Parker. I'm picking Parker. I would assume uh, this is – I generally ride with the Panther train, but – I think I'm going to go hide late this time, and who knows? It's uh, with a 50.1% yeah. <laughs> chance of happening. Yeah. What say you, Kozak? I'm going to go hide late. Any, any reasoning right. behind it? It's just the way I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I, I don't... Uh... I don't know that we saw the best widely. Well, wasn't it right off his loss from Tabooks um, last year? Um, yeah, I think I think uh, he's gonna he's gonna win. I don't know. <laughs> All right, one ninety seven. This this bracket could be utter chaos. You've got Tanner Sloan, the number one seed, Isaac Trumbull, the number two, Gavin Hoffman, the number three, Cordell Norfleet, three, uh, and then it goes Tanner Harvey, Silas Allred, Trey Rogers, Evan Bachman, Andy Smith, Jacob Koser, rounding out the top ten. Yeah, this was interesting because uh, I just got reminded the other day we were talking about uh, Tanner Sloan rolling up uh, Jacob Warner a couple years back, and then he's never really returned to that form. Uh, that was when he was redshirting. Um, I'm going to go with Isaac Trumbull. I think that's kind of a safe mm-hmm. pick. He's been good. Uh, I think he wins the bracket. I think so, too. Trumbull can take a loss every now and then, which makes me nervous about picking him through an entire tough tournament, putting a couple, couple really good matches together. But he is my pick. Omaha, Nebraska, stand up. Yeah, um, he's five and zero this year. Uh, at nine, not nine two over Sass Allred, eleven four over Zach Braunagle. Uh, he's good, man. He's really good. Kozak, yeah, Kozak, who you got? Yeah, I'll go with I'll go with Trumbull. He's looked really good this year. And T Rums, yeah, don't feel great about don't feel great about Hoffman. Um, Norfleet, he should have won. Well, he was in a great position to win Keystone, and then he kind of. Kind of blew it against Laird. Who did he um, lose to? Ethan Laird. Um, oh. Yeah, he got, man, the first period, like, really quick takedown. Looked like he was just going to, you know, kind of have his way on the feet and then just couldn't couldn't do anything late in the match. But, yeah, give me Trumbull. Yeah, Trumbull kind of had a bad end of the season last year. He lost to, ACAs to uh, ACC's to Nino. Then he lost to, I mean, these are all close matches, but then he lost to Luke. He failed the SATs and the ACTs. What did I say? Did I say did I mess it up? I think you said AAC. AAC. That, that is a tough conference in the <laughs> Very tough. 
All right, the big boys. Maybe this is the best the, weight class. Second best weight class. Yeah. Um, you've got Colton Schultz, Mason Paris, Big Slav, Yaroslav Slavikuski, Lucas Davison, Tate Orndorff, and American Hero Wyatt Hendrickson. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, even, it even goes deeper than that, though, because a bunch of these guys are good past that. So Fernandez, Nevels. I never heard of this guy, but he did battle uh, Wyatt Hendrickson tough this year. Grady Grease from Navy. Navy. Yeah. Uh, have you guys heard of this guy Salute. before? Yes, he's in the rankings. I know, but <laughs> well, right, I'm looking him up before this year because. Uh, so, anyways, this week he's already wrestled 14 deep. matches this year. Wow! Dang, how's he already got 14 matches? Maybe don't play around. Wow, that's freaking crazy. So he got no. He must have been not the starter last year because he didn't wrestle at conferences, but he only had a couple losses. Lost Kingston Ward, Isaac Reed. Wow, interesting. So this year he's already got, he wrestled in the Clarion Open, wrestled in the Giant Calusa Bearcat Open, beat Michael Wolfgram. That's a good win right there from uh, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he, his only loss was to Wyatt Hendrickson. Dang. Grady Grease. You pick him? I'm not picking <laughs> Grady Grease. Um, if, if y'all remember, Mason Paris was up last year on Colton Schultz. I remember. And refused to stop shooting, and Colton Schultz just go behind it his way to victory. Go behind it, basically. Um, he Paris shot, and Colton Schultz just smushed him. Yeah. Um, smushed. Yeah, Mason. This Paris is a fun that. weight class. I am. I am very much looking forward to Wyatt Hendrickson against Slava Kuski and Wyatt Hendrickson against mm-hmm. Mason Paris. Those should be really fun matches. It's another one with big team race implications. Um, in, in my uh, ideal world, it all comes down to heavyweight, and Ooh, they do first and third fun. at the same time. And the top three teams, Ohio State, Arizona State, and Michigan, are all in play. If Orndorff wins his third place match, they win. If uh, whoever wins heavyweight, they could win if Orndorff loses. So literally the title could still go to three <laughs> teams because uh... um, they're all within one point of each other. That seems unlikely to happen, but it's a possibility. And then we get a dual environment for tournament finals. But um, I've, I've gone hey, back and forth. Even, uh, you haven't even brought this up yet, JD. UNK is going to be here. Which weight classes are they going to win? Uh, if I had to guess, I would say zero. <laughs> um, oh, they, they did not get any seeds, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. But they got some. They got some decent upperweights who I think okay. maybe one or two could sneak on the podium. Right. Seventy four is decent. Eighty four is not bad. Lee Harrington, uh, their heavyweight, he, he's decent, but uh, I don't think he can quite compete with this deep of a field. The other thing that's that's really important about this weight is I don't think Arizona State hits um, Penn State or uh, Iowa this year. So if, if Colton, Colton Schultz, you know, runs through and takes first, he probably will get the number one seed um, at NCAs as well. Yeah, that's the big implications right there. Yeah, yeah. that um, it's a little bit different scenario, but at one fifty seven has high NCA uh, seeding potential as well because you have so many of the top guys. 
I mean, obviously, Luan and Rob will hit again, or they'll figure that out mm-hmm. during conferences. But with Quincy Monday at the top, and I feel like one of those guys, if they win, could put themselves in position to uh, get the top seed as well. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I've gone back and forth if Mason Paris can reverse the result from last year. And I think we're going to see a similar outcome where Mason shoots, Colton smushes, goes behind, and wins. All right, I'm going Colton Schultz as well. Really? Both of you guys? Colton Schultz looks smooth against Zach Elam. He's moving well. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah. Are you contractually obligated to pick a Michigan man? I mean, I, I... Kozak, you're so lame always picking these Michigan guys. Well, so here's the thing, though. Mason (laughs) Paris, he was wrestling with a a herniated disc in his neck. This is true. Last year. It feel good, huh? No, it's not not herniated anymore. So it's unherniated. He's going to finish. He's going to finish. That's still a big boy, though. Dang. Okay. Mason Paris already has. He's actually kind of on fire. He has five pins. Mm-hmm. Uh, two major decisions. He does have one decision, but his competition He's got nothing was not on White Hendrickson. <laughs> these, I mean, these guys will probably be in a battle for the Shells Award. <laughs> I would. And when are they going to rename it the Askren Award? Uh, well, given given the fact that uh, and he's got you beat in the record books. No, no. <laughs> given the fact that the skepticism over both Wade Chalice and Gene Mills, I think. They should probably go with the only person who has a solid uh, resume Factual. that you can verify all wins. You can verify every single verifiable. one of those Yeah. They're all verifiable. These other ones, they're not. You can read up on it. Jason Bryan will tell you. I don't know. Probably like a couple years they'll call it the Askren Award. Seems unlikely. Whatever. Awesome two days. Uh, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah, live on Flow Wrestling. Start so tomorrow morning. Tune in, yeah. Probably, yeah, it's it, it's the biggest regular season tournament of the year for sure. So we we yeah. find out a lot, find out where a lot of young guys are, see if uh, yeah. other guys can secure some high seeds, uh, set themselves up good for conferences and NCAs. Yeah, hundred percent. Now there are some other big matches going down on the weekend. Uh, that we're going to make some picks for. You can make some picks as well uh, in the Pick'em contest. The link uh, to that will be in the description of this episode, or if you go to the <laughs> website, if you're watching right now, you'll see it. Um, just click on it, and you can play. You can make your picks, play against us. So we'll announce the winner on Monday's show. The uh, The first match we're going to get to, Missouri versus West Virginia. It's Keegan O'Toole versus Peyton Hall. I set the line at Keegan at 8.5. Can he cover Ben? Yeah, that, that's a lot of points that you're uh, you're giving uh, Peyton Hall because Peyton Hall is really good. Um, I think we're right in the neighborhood. I think he wins by nine. Now he did win by nine. I think the first time they met, and it was closer to I think it was six a second time. Yep, and it was six a second time. Can he do it again? I'm saying yes. Keegan, um, he's a guy who has shown steady improvement. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna go back to uh, he he's continued to get better. He wins by nine again. Oh yeah. What do you think, Kozak? Uh, 
I'll say, yeah, I'll say, I'll say Keegan covers. CP went with Hall to cover. He may, he might be uh, backing his guy Cal Bracky, uh, mm-hmm. but Peyton Hall is really good. So elsewhere, other picks: Max Dean versus Michael Beard. Michael Beard taking on Penn State for the first time since transferring. Uh, I do believe I set the line at three which and a day, half. Which day is this? And is it on Flow or somewhere else? This is Sunday live on Flow Wrestling. Hey, there you go. This will be this duel starts at one p.m. Central. It'll be which is thirty minutes before the Iowa State duel. So, it's uh, an appetizer. Oh, yeah, that's it's a little, lame. They should start at like an hour and a half before or something. Yeah, finish up right as we're starting. But yeah, um, we will have a. We'll be keeping an eye on it in the watch party. We'll watch be watch party. partying for the Iowa Iowa State duel, mm-hmm. and uh. Obviously, that's where kind of the focus will be. But we'll have an eye out on this duel. Mm-hmm. And uh, this match in particular, I think this is the best match of that duel. Michael yeah. Beard, uh, he kind of he got whipped up a little bit by Nino, which might have taken a little steam off this match. But uh, that's why I set the line at three and a half. I, in I'm favor going Michael Beard covers, though. I think I think it's super competitive. They've been in the room together. Mm-hmm. I think the notion that Max Dean needs by four or more, I would be very surprised. Yeah, I think the hard part is though is like if Max Dean gets one turn, one turn, which he's really good on top. And I'm going. He gets a turn, wins by four. All right. Well, I'm taking uh, Michael Beard. So yeah, you suck it. Give me Michael Beard too. You suck it. Uh, <laughs> CP went. CP is agreeing with me uh, that Ben can suck it because he's taking Max Dean. Wow. Whatever. CP, yeah. you're dead. Did you say Beard or Dean, Kozak? I said Michael Beard as they piles. You're getting in on these with us this weekend, wow. Kozak. Look at me. Okay. All right. The next pick um, we got Wisconsin versus Princeton. Patrick Glory versus Eric Barnett. When is said, this duel? Uh, I don't have it in front of me. I believe oh, it's a right. Sunday oh, duel. It's this weekend. It, it is this weekend. Can't confirm. Uh, okay, hold on. I'm almost there. I'll give you the I know it'll be on ESPN. Quick. Or, you know, oh, ESPN man. Plus. I hate them when they're on ESPN Plus or 3 or whatever. Which means we have Sunday, to go. Sunday, if you don't watch it live, right. you have to skim through the entire. Sunday at 2 p.m. Yeah. Uh, no, this says, okay, this says Sunday, 1130 a.m. Central. And then the pen duel is at 130 p.m. Central for Wisconsin is what it says on. Wait, what uh, are we? I'm looking at Princeton's schedule. That's to grapple at the garden. I'm looking at Wisconsin's schedule. It says 1130 a.m. Uh, it could be the event starts at that time, but this duel will be at. No, it says eleven thirty for that duel. And it says one thirty for the pen. Okay, and it's actually on BTN Plus. All right, Grapple the Garden. Do they actually have a website? They don't even have a website. They have a garden. You knuckleheads! Mm. What is going on? Oh, they got this is the two thousand fourteen. They have Terrell Delagnab <laughs> versus. Uh, Kazi Murat Gatsalov. That's what's Gatsalov? up. Loper, 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 Loper. Oh my Russia's gosh! Do you, remember when, do you remember when Dave Russell Greco? I do. Yeah, that was wild. That was a wild time. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, their their website is not updated. Uh, I can't find proper information. So the Wisconsin website says one thirty, eleven thirty, and one thirty for their duel. 
Well, one thirty would make sense because you said two thirty, right, Kozak? I said Eastern. Two. I said two. Oh, two Eastern. Two Wisconsin. Well, I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out. Uh, but we got a couple days to do so. Let's make this pick now. What do you think, Ben? Oh. Glory four and a half. All right. So now I found. Okay. So well, this is totally different. I found the event schedule on Rutgers website. Rutgers says the round number one is at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is Rutgers versus Penn, Wisconsin versus Princeton, Michigan State versus Binghamton, and Indiana versus Drexel. Round two being at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Rutgers versus Drexel, Wisconsin versus Penn, Michigan State versus Princeton, and Indiana versus Binghamton. It's, that's what Rutgers website says. Okay. okay. Thank thank you for that explainer. Hey, man, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to help people watch wrestling here. <laughs> I'm being a great Samaritan. I'm struggling to find it. I'm sure they're struggling to find it. It's all over the place. They need to get it together, grapple at the garden. Get it together, grapple uh, at the garden. I think Barnett covers that line. I think he, he is a hard guy to kind of whoop up on. I think I think it's competitive. I think it's a two- or three-point match. Uh, give me glory. I, <laughs> give me freedom. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He'll lose. Barnett will lose by a handful of points. We've seen it before. You know, really? to, not that all that often. Devito, Kaler. Um, he lost by five to McKee at NCAs. So I think I'm going to go Glory. Mm-hmm. Five to McKee. You're right. Six to. Oh man. Oh man. Barnett, you let me. Oh God. He had four, <laughs> four losses of five points or greater last year. Dang, I I would not have uh, I would not have guessed that. Jeez. And this all is right, all I'm assuming going, that I'm still going Barnett. I'm still going Barnett. Still going Barnett. Dang, he kind of got pinned a lot. He got pinned three times to in the 2021 season. He got pinned by Patrick McKee, Liam Cronin, and then McKee again. <laughs> and this is all assuming that Patrick Glory does wrestle. Um, Why would he? We've seen a couple Princeton duels, and I don't think he has, right? And everyone, he didn't wrestle against um, Indiana. Yeah, his only matches are at the Princeton Open this year. So, I hope we see him, and I hope he bites Barnett by five or more. Okay. That's the CP. CP went glory. All right. I'm going opposite you guys a lot. I like it. It's going to bury you. (laughs) <laughs> Alright, what's next? <laughs> That's it. There's no more picks. I'm gonna That's win it. There's so no more picks. Um there's some other good matches. Yeah, the Penn Wisconsin, like you said, they'll, they'll do as well there at Grapple the Garden. Minnesota versus Oklahoma State is also this weekend. Uh there's no top Yeah. Wow. I think uh somebody can fact check me on that. I'm kinda shooting from the hip. G Feller uh, Brayton Lee is close. Like right. But um, yeah, so, but it'll it'll be a good duel with a lot of close matches, tough matches uh, to tune into. That one's Sunday as well, mm. I believe. So, um, I did not ask for questions, but I do but. think there are some we didn't get to yesterday. Um, did we mention this one yesterday from Nick Kroninger? Ohio State recruiting class is making me reconsider how good the Thomasello Snyder Bo Jordan class was. That is, I mean, that that's uh, that is an all timer. I mean, so they this guy brought up how Penn State had a couple guys in one class. 
But to have three guys that pan out, I mean, I don't want to say like all timers, but when you consider, um, uh, when you consider the amount of guys who four time All American, is it's actually really rare. It's, it's more rare than being a national champion. And then to have three of those guys in one recruiting class is completely insane. I mean, I, I'd have to say it's probably the only one ever, right? Only recruiting class ever to have three four-time All-Americans within one recruiting class? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, probably. Um, I'm trying to think if Penn State will do it with... I don't know about from all from this, the exact same class. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, crazy, right? But um, we're doing this really cool thing this year where we're kind of following Ohio State, um, particularly that those guys um, throughout the entire season, doing a, a real close kind of behind the scenes follow along. And episode one actually came out yesterday. Um, so if you go on the website, it's called Young Bucks, A Season with Ohio State, Episode oh, 1. Um, cool. It just released yesterday. It's really cool. Um, a, a really kind of good peek behind the curtain to you know what it's like to be one of these top blue chip recruits and go to a, a blue blood wrestling program. And um, it, we're thankf- super thankful for, you know, those guys, Buzakis, Mendez, Feldman, and Ohio State, um, and their coaching staff for letting us do this. And I'm sure a lot of you guys are too if, you, if you've watched episode one and or will be uh, when you watch episode one and the rest of them. So, Hey, did we pick who wins the duel? Because I'm, I'm going through your pick em contest. That's in there. Uh, just the Iowa State duel? I, yes. I I don't know if we did, uh, straight up. Who you got? I went through your pick'em contest. I was seeing. I was I was curious to see how you guys did the, uh, or if you're going to do the Las Vegas. When I no, you're not. I'm not doing CKLV. Okay. Um, just too much. Um, but I, believe it or not, that I, that kind of takes a lot of time, <laughs> and uh, it also takes a lot of time to sort out exactly who wins and whatnot. So until we get a better oh my system. Gosh. You guys got to see what, Oh, you guys got to go to the pick'em contest because you got to see what happens when you enter the pick'em contest at the end. At the end, after is it, it's the debater thing, right? Oh, I, oh. Why are you giving it away? You're playing spoiler. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you how good of a job you guys did. <laughs> go see. Go see. Thing. Go see a Bader. He's not showing you his broken thing. watch. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. Have, JD, have you ever seen Bader's broken watch? Uh, no, I have not. Thankfully. Okay, you gotta go ask him about it. Uh, I'm, I know the trick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, who 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 you think wins? Iowa or State? Let's go with that. Uh, I think Iowa. I think Iowa State makes it really competitive. I think Iowa wins. I'm 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 fully ready to be let down, but I'm buying in. Roll clones. Um. I realize, especially if Spencer Lee wrestles, that it's going to be tough. Um, yes. Especially, there are so many going to be close matches where mm-hmm. it could be a blowout either way. It's much more likely that it's a blowout for the Hawkeyes. Like if Spencer Lee wrestles, 
They're going to win 25. They could win 33, yes. um, especially if Teske wrestles. Uh, they'll be favored at 41. They'll be favored at 49. They'll be favored at 57. They'll not be favored at 65. They'll be favored at 74. Uh, Abasad's a pretty big underdog to Marcus Coleman, but seems like a winnable match. Warner, that's a toss-up match that they could win, and they'll be the favorite at 285. So this could big favorite. Could win eight matches, yeah. Yeah. They uh, they could maybe even win nine if theoretically if Assad could beat mm-hmm. Coleman. Um, but you're picking that's, how, that's highly unlikely. You're picking Iowa State, but I'm picking Iowa State. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, ridiculous, JD. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's my thing. I think Spencer wrestles, but I also think there's still a chance he doesn't. So give me Iowa State at 25. Um, give 33. me. Uh, I don't think Teske wrestles, so give me a Tisov. Um, actually, you picked him at forty-one. Oh, also, by the way, <laughs> I think it's, made it all the way, JD. I know. I think it's a uh, Adasov. I think uh, Spay lied to us because Spay if you go, if you go to Iowa State's uh, roster, they have the ear thing uh, where you can play the name, <laughs> the and it literally, thing. yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, and yeah. It, it literally just proved Spay wrong. And then he argued with me yesterday, and I'm like, dude, it, it's right here <laughs> on the roster. I, I'm not going to so lie funny. on this roster. Um, but Adasov, Panera's going to reattack Mirren. Uh, Seabrick, uh, he's probably the favorite, but that's a winnable match. Carr is going to win. Nelson, mm, I don't feel good about seventy four, but give it to me, and then give me seventy four, give me eighty four and ninety seven. Mm-hmm. It's a cyclone win. Boom! There it is. <laughs> I can't wait to watch you on the watch party. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be so good. I feel – you know what? The, the atmosphere, though, I I cannot remember um, a time I was this excited yeah. for, for a duel. I was going to say it feels like Iowa State has, like, momentum leading into the duel. And it also feels like Iowa, like, feels a lot of pressure, like, to win. Yeah. And that's – that's a dangerous place to be in, like to wrestle. To feel like, man, you can't lose. Yeah, but as a lifelong yeah. Cyclone fan, I should know better than to uh, be this <laughs> excited, excited and this hopeful. Because yeah. every time I am, it just it does not go well. I love it. I'm gonna support. I'm gonna support you, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna pick Iowa State as well. What of, what what I'm excited is um, that I, I think this is gonna continue at least for the next couple of years mm-hmm. because um, yeah, I think it will. Spencer Lee's right. gonna graduate. Max Mirren's Gonna graduate. Um, Warner's got what? Warner's got one year left, or do are, I think Warner gone? has one year. I think Cassiopeia has one year too. But Iowa State's not losing anybody um, for the next yeah. year or two. This as is Warner's well. last last year. This is Warner's. Yeah, I think this Warner, is Warner's last year. Mm-hmm. Warner yep. Warner will be done. So Castillo's got a couple more years, right? Yeah, he does. He has two more years, I think. So yeah, I was gonna have a tough time filling in those holes right there. Yeah, Warner's got because Warner wrestled. He took seventh in nineteen. He wrestled in twenty, so that's the year of eligibility. Twenty one does not count against him, but then twenty two counts against him. So yeah, this is his last year. Yeah, Iowa. Yeah, and this is his seventh year. I don't know why it doesn't feel like Jacob Warner's that old, but I think this is. Oh no, no, no six year one, two, three. Because they got twenty one here twice. Six year. So, I. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun rivalry um, for at least the next couple of years, hopefully for yeah. eternity. 
Dang, I will lose Warner, Muren, and Spencer. Ooh, it's going to be – they're only yeah, – They, they do have some good recruits coming year. in, yes. but uh, yeah. it's going to be a tough task to uh, refill those yeah. the steps immediately. Um, on that it. note, should we get out of here? A little bit yeah. of an early end, 15 minutes, but that's okay because I got a flight to catch. Yeah. I'm flying to Viva Las Vegas. Frontier. For the Cliff King. Frontier. Not Frontier. Delta, baby. Come on. Come on now. All right. See you guys. I'll be watching. All right. And I will see you all either in Vegas. Hey, (laughs) look how we're getting sent off. Oh, wait a You got to go play the pick'em if you're just listening to see this. You guys are spoilers. Jeez Louise. If you're not in Las Vegas, I will see you Sunday afternoon watch partying with me, with Kozak, maybe Sion, maybe Cyclone Sion, bringing home a Cyclone victory. I don't know. We'll see. Later.